talk some greyhound racing on Going Greys. And uh, joining me on the program is uh, Mick Cowley. G'day, Mick. Good morning, Dave. How's your week been, mate? My week's been good, but something tells me your week has escalated uh, extremely this morning. Mate, there's never a dull moment in greyhound racing in New South Wales, that's for sure. There's always plenty happening, and uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. We uh, we announced this morning the the schedule for the upcoming Million Dollar Chase. Of course, we've got two on this year, the postponed one from 2021 and also the 2022 edition. But the, uh, the first one that comes up, it'll be climaxing on May the 7th. Uh, and we, as I said, we've announced that schedule today. And I'm joined on the line by the boss, the, the Chief Executive Officer of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, Tony Mestrov, to uh, have a chat about that schedule. Good morning, boss. Good morning, Michael. If you want me writing the articles, I'm here to uh, help, mate. Mate, it would be much, much appreciated. I know you're uh, very talented. Uh, yeah, I think you should do that from now on. It would be perfect. Oh dear. Mate, it is, uh, it is a, big, uh, a big day, a big announcement, and um, there's a couple of little different quirks to this year's Million Dollar Chase schedule. Of course, we've got regionally based again. We've got 16 regional venues, which is the most we've ever had. Uh, but we've also got a, a couple of little kickers, a couple of invitations right through to the semi-final stage of the event. Yeah, thanks, Michael. An exciting year. I dare say it's the biggest year yet um, on our calendar. Um, we've got an exciting announcement where the Broken Hill Cup winner, um, the finals on April 10, which I will attend, um, and it's the first tab meeting of Broken Hill, which is exciting, and the winner will receive $10,000. They will get a direct pass into the semi-finals of the Million Dollar Chase, which is absolutely exciting. Not only exciting for Broken Hill, but also the trainers in, in that area to, to get a crack. Also, obviously, we've got the winner of the Golden Easter Egg directly into the semi-final as well of the MDC. And, of course, we've got the semi-final um, of the eight winners of the State New Zealand Sprint Championships that will go into the MDC semi-final. So, all in all, we're giving those regional areas um, and the city winners um, a real crack at the million-dollar chase this year. Of course, there's two of those which... There's two bites of the cherry for those trades, which makes it an exciting year. And as, as you said, the uh, the Broken Hill one's the interesting one. It, it's a real bonus for the club. It's a hard-working club like all of our, our regional and city clubs are. And, and they've put a lot of work in out there to, to really bring that, that track up to, to some great standard. As you said, they've got GAB status for the, the heats and the final on April 3 and April 10. And, and this is just a nice little cherry for the uh, the people of Broken Hill. Yeah, it's a nice cherry, and look, they've worked incredibly hard. It is the tyranny of distance for Broken Hill, so it is an important area for greyhound racing in New South Wales. They've got a tremendous greyhounds as pets program. Um, a lot of the same dogs um, do run around every month, so it's exciting for them, and as I said, a just reward for the hard work, and obviously, you know, most of our industry is regional. It's important to us, so we really want to again, reward the club for their hard work over the last 10 years. Now, you touched on uh, this being a big year, and uh, and I think there was a story in the Greyhound Recorder today that actually said, uh, yeah, this is potentially the biggest year in the history of Greyhound Racing in Australia with all these events on. We've got the world's richest middle distance race coming up in um, in March, on March 19 at Dubbo. We've got the world's richest race, the Million Dollar Chase. We've got two of those this year in May and again in September. And we've got the world's Richest distance staying event, uh, which will be held, the 7.15 will be held 
at Newcastle at the Gardens in June. It's uh, it's an incredible time. You really do like these world richest things, though, don't you? <laughs> I think there's a theme. There's two things. We love the world richest and announcements, Michael. You know that. But um, I, I think I think as an industry body, we want to keep providing opportunities for our participants. We want to try and get more people in the industry, more people to own dogs as well. But most importantly, we want, we want to capture the wagering public and we want people to wager on our um, on our events. And I think by having new events like the 715 of the Garden, there's a catchy name. Um, it'll, it'll, you know, we've said for a long time, we've consulted with participants, they want to see more distance racing. We've also done that with the Country Classic. Um, that's a middle distance event. Um, on March 9th, which I'm excited again for Dubbo, which deserves to be rewarded as well. Um, and you've got the Nationals coming up in August. So we've got a smorgasbord of racing, both for the punters and participants. And for us as racing, you know, Greyhound Racing New South Wales, we just keep progressing. We've got another announcement as well on a short course race, which once again will be the world's richest. So there's some exciting announcements ahead as well, Michael. Mate, perhaps you need the uh, world's richest communications manager at the organisation. Well, right now we've got COVID, so that's a bit of an issue. So uh, we keep progressing. <laughs> Mate, you uh, you did mention all those uh, those fantastic events that are coming up, um, and we have got uh, a new, brand new facility which uh, Gap have moved into at Richmond. It's got a license for a hundred dogs, so it's very close to Richmond uh, Greyhound Track. So we're excited about the opportunity. It enables us to get a better facility, more dogs to be prepared, more dogs to be rehomed. I'm really excited about the prospect of it. It's got a hydrotherapy pool, runs for each kennel, spaces for dog walking and also pet prep um, for industry greyhounds being prepared for participants for pet life. So, look, we're really excited by the prospect of that. It's an important part of what we do. Welfare, I've said it a million times, welfare is at the forefront of what we do and we, we just need to be in that space and um, it's important from a social licence point of view. So, exciting times ahead for that property, Michael. And you've also, of course, uh, we shouldn't forget Bylong Park, the farm stay project uh, up in the Upper Hunter Valley. That's moving along nicely as well? It's moving along nicely. We're going through a DA process um, in various various um, processes to uh, receive the DA. I'm excited by um, by that project. It's probably the most exciting project we're doing in the different a farm stay for greyhounds to prepare them to be adopted, um, which we have to do. But I'm excited for the local industry, um, for the local people. This is a real um, opportunity for locals to receive jobs, um, to inspire, to also spend in the local area in regard to supplies. So it's great for the, the region of Denman, great for Greyhound Racing New South Wales, and we await the decision on the DA. Then just, just back to Richmond briefly, that uh, work commenced last Monday on, on some track upgrades out at Richmond too. That's, that's a bit of excitement as well, bringing, uh, bringing that track into a different shape, um, some different starting positions there. Um, again, about upgrading it, bringing uh, the standard to uh, the standard that we do expect. Yeah, there's a lot of racing, as you know, that goes on at Richmond, Michael. So we're reshaping the existing track and new starting positions at the 520 and the 320 to suit our track design. There's also going to be a new lure system, um, you know, both for Safe Chase and, and Cable Lure and new lighting. So that's expected to be four to six weeks. Um, because of the general racing, we had to look at an upgrade there. Um, as you know, the straight track looks superb and is is racing extremely well. So, you know, we feel the amount of racing is the perfect time now to upgrade it. 
um, and with some exciting racing ahead at Richmond as well. Right, there's plenty happening. It's going to be a busy few months for uh, everyone in the greyhound industry, which is uh, better to be busy than sitting around on your hands. Yeah, correct, Michael. I think I'm excited for particularly those the, the postponed million dollar chase on May 7 and also the second one later in the year um, with the distance race. I mean, is there is there a dog that can capture the two million dollar chases, which I'm sure will be on every participant's list? And it's exciting. I mean, there's some dogs coming along now. Um, like Jungle Juice and others, and Wow, that are New South Wales dogs that have put themselves right in that realm. So I'm excited for the New South Wales participants that they have the opportunity to win two dollar, two million dollar chases and change their lives. So a great year ahead, Michael. Appreciate it. It is, in, it is indeed, mate. Thanks very much for taking the time out today to uh, to come on and have a chat about uh, what's upcoming, in particular that million dollar chase and the Broken Hill initiative, which is a great one. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Take care, Michael. Dave, there he was, the boss, the Chief Executive Officer of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, Tony Mestroff, talking about that big announcement today with yes. the million dollar chase schedule. Now, um, Mick, I just love organising things while we're on here. So what's that, April 14? Uh, April. Mate, the, the final of... Uh, oh, you, you're talking about Broken, Broken Hill. Broken Hill. April 10, mate. April 10, so the yes. Sunday evening, right. Correct. Let's... Let's make it happen. Racing HQ in Broken Hill. What do you oh, think? There you go, mate. There you go. Now, now you're talking. Now it's always been talking. something on the bucket list. So maybe we can get that private plane that Greyhound Racing New South Wales have got and throw me in the cargo. Mate, you have to uh, you have to ask the boss about that one. Ask the boss. I always <laughs> got to drive wherever I go. So mate, I'm uh, I'm sure you'll be able to uh, organise something. It'd be a great idea, great initiative if we could get that happening. I think the people at Broken Hill would flock to uh, to see Racing HQ hell out there. Well, I don't know about flock, but uh, I, I think it'd be great to highlight that part of the state because that's uh, that's a it's been on the bucket list for a long, long time to get out there. Not only the uh, the greyhound side of things, but I know they have a, a massive carnival when it comes to harness racing uh, and uh, and also a a racing thoroughbred community out there. So uh, very good stuff, Mick. Now away from uh, that uh, those big announcements, what else have you got for us, mate? Well, we've got uh, the Bulldog Gold Cup is on this Sunday evening. They switched to a Sunday this year. The heats were held last Sunday. There were three heats, and the winners of those heats were Mickey Do, uh, Zipping Conway, and also Wow Zipping Conway. Jason Magri's dog was the fastest qualifier at twenty five ninety seven, just ahead of Wow in twenty five ninety nine, and Mickey Do was just outside twenty six seconds. That final uh, Group Two race will be held this Sunday evening. Uh, the box draw. I'll just quickly rattle through it. The one is Takakati. The two Poppy Jack, three Zipping Conway, four Cuffs Warrior, five Ziggy Star, six on the rocks, seven is Wow, and eight is Mickey Do. So it's a it's a pretty hot field. Uh, wow is expected to be favourite, uh, perfectly drawn out there in the seven. Um, it's amazing. I was actually looking at this dog. The dog's almost four years of age. It's uh, it's incredible the the record that he's got and the performance and the level that he's still performing at uh, for a dog that's uh, that's approaching four years. He, he turns four in May. Um, how long his racing future is left, we don't know. There has been talk that he may go to stud soon, but uh, whilst he's out and about, we should celebrate. He's a, he's a lovely dog to look at, a big white and brindle dog, and, uh, and certainly exciting on the track. So that'll, that'll be a great event this Sunday evening on um, yeah at, at Bulleye. Uh, a great event, and uh, yet another of these regional cup races that we do like to celebrate, Dave. 
Fantastic, mate. Uh, pleasure talking to you. Before we go, what are we backing? What bets have you got for us? Uh, we've got to find a couple. We've got three venues on today. We've got Casino, and the best comes up in race five there. It's dog number five, Rage Quit. We've got Gosford on today, which is a bit of a change to the schedule, but that's fine. Best comes up there, race seven, dog number eight, Regal Chevy, and then the usual chapter this evening. Best on that card is race eight, dog number three, Coco Model. Fantastic, Mick. Pleasure talking to you, mate. Well done as well to uh, to yourself and the team. Uh, just fascinating what's happening with Greyhound Racing right across the state. Mate, it's a good time to get involved, and I, uh, I bet you you're glad you've got a uh, you've got a pup that's uh, due for the races soonish. Yeah, well, that could be uh, that could be in the next thing uh, that uh, we're we're chirping about here on the radio. Let's <laughs> let's hope it's uh, it's a beauty. Thanks for coming on, Mick Cowley. That has been going Greyhounds.